Yes, you are in the right place. This is our coffee clutch. I think I have it too loud. No, we know it, you don't. This is my informal weekly coffee clutch with Heather Loftus, Executive Director of Inequality Media Civic Action, and my former student, discussing the past week. And uh, Heather is demonstrating one of the many fabulous, fabulous songs that many, that several of you wrote so in. So many of you. We are so grateful. What a response, well, Substack. All, all we're going to do is play these jingles, these songs now for the next, you know, for the next couple of years. That instrumental was by Sylvia Brestel. We love it. We're starting with that one. There are so many. We haven't gone through them all yet. Sylvia, we- thank you. Yes, really, thank Sylvia you. and the rest of you. We have another one we'll play. Let's do another one at Shall the end. Another one at, at the, the end. end. Okay. okay, great. Because there are a lot of things to talk about, it, uh, like yesterday's jobs report. Yes. I mean, how can you go from Sylvia's music directly to well, yesterday's the jobs clutch. report? That's but the you, nature of you the have clutch. to. You okay, have to so that. once a month, there is a jobs report. We know this. It's on Fridays. What do the numbers tell us well, this Well, this was really a big surprise, Heather. This was 528,000 new jobs. Nobody predicted that many new jobs for July. And we basically were back to all of the jobs have been regained uh, that were lost in the, you know, in the downdraft from the pandemic. Uh, and uh, the unemployment rate is the lowest it's been in, you know, maybe 300 years. I mean, some huge right. number. It's really extraordinary. And this is all great news, except for one big thing. Hit us. <laughs> well, it's the Fed. I mean, yeah. the Fed is going to take is taking this news, I'm sure, and it's, it's saying to itself in its infinite economic wisdom, oh, more evidence that the economy is too hot. We've got to slow it down. We've got to raise interest rates. We're going to do it again, raise interest rates again in July. I'm sorry, in September. And that means uh, that we are flirting with not only recession, but we're taking away all of the power, little bit of power that workers have for the first time in years to get raises. I know. And by the way, that jobs report also showed that although workers did get some additional money, uh, it was very small relative to the rise in prices. So it's it's clear. Uh, first of all, wages are not driving price increases. Those price increases are being driven by worldwide supply shortages plus profits, corporate profits. Uh, but the other thing is that, uh, and and this is this is really something that I worry about a great deal, is that uh, workers are actually because their wages are not keeping up with inflation, they're actually suffering a loss of wages, uh, in effect. And uh, if the Fed continues to raise interest rates, that's going to slow the economy further. And a lot of the people in the bottom 60, 70 percent of the wage, uh, you know, force are, are going to continue to lose ground. Right. So the long and short of it, the good news is more jobs and Biden and Dems. Can yeah, use Biden, this uh, in a positive way. Absolutely. There's good news for Biden and Debs. It's good news if it keeps up for the midterms. Uh, bad news in terms of what it means that the Fed is going to do to try to strangle the economy. Right. So they will use it as a license. Okay. So how about the Inflation Reduction Act? Still haven't heard from Cinema. Well, the Inflation Reduction Act is on track. And Cinema uh, has indicated she's going to go along with it. Mm-hmm. She, yeah, she yesterday she said, uh, okay. I don't think she's put her name on anything, but she said, yes, all right, if you get rid of the carried, carried interest, interest loophole. loophole. Now, the carried interest loophole, for those of you who have not been following it very closely, is a sop to some of the richest people in 
America. You know, the, the, the biggest hedge fund and private equity partners, they, they get a lower treatment of their income. They pay it 20%, which is the capital gains rate, instead of 36%, which is what they should be paying uh, in terms of the top income tax rate. It, it, there's no possible justification. There's nothing. In fact, this is a scandal. It's, a, it's, a, it's a kind of more evidence, Heather, uh, if we needed any more evidence, that money talks in politics. And right. that's all this is. This, all this is, is this uh, industry, uh, this, this private equity hedge fund, uh, carried interest interest uh, industry is just getting its way once again. I saw it in the, in, you know, Barack Obama promised to get rid of this loophole. He couldn't. Uh, even Donald Trump promised to get rid of this loophole. Hello? Yeah. He couldn't. And, uh, and now because of cinema, because of Kirsten cinema, it stays in. I hope she is primaried. I know. In 2024. She's going to be up again in 2024. And uh, let's hope that the Democrats are sensible enough or somebody is sensible enough. It doesn't have to be the official Democratic Party. It won't be. Right. But somebody has to. In Arizona, are you listening? Anybody in Arizona? I know. Primary her. I know. She's so in the pockets. Wait, do you want a bad joke? Yeah. Only two groups of people that matter in the world, the haves and the have yachts. Where's the punchline? <laughs> I did it, Bob. Okay, but in the can the you have t- yachts? Well, you know the have yachts are really doing very, very well. They are, and it's they their favorite loophole. Well. It's their favorite. Um. So, but can you do you mind just for one minute the Inflation Reduction Act? Tell us a little more about what's in it that we can be excited about or grateful, even if it's not a hundred percent of what we wanted. Oh, it's good news. Climate. Overall, overall, it's right. good news. I mean, it, it takes more, much more gunk. It will out of the air. Then it puts in. Now it's true that it gives the uh, the oil industry a few more leases on federal land, so on. But don't lose the the big picture is that uh, overwhelmingly it's pro environment. It is uh, it, it's going to stop or slow won't stop slow uh, climate change. It is good news. It also provides some subsidies, some additional subsidies for the uh, Affordable Care Act. Um, it would uh, give Medicare the right, the power to negotiate lower drug prices, which would be good for everybody. Yep. Uh, and it has some significant tax increases, uh, 15% minimum tax for corporations, big corporations, and that is a good thing. But the only, the only individual tax in there uh, that would go after the rich would be the carried interest, and that's not there anymore. Right. Okay, another good thing from the week kansas a good thing good we want good things yes kansas kansas what's the wonderful thing about kansas abortion well it is amazing heather i mean i i mean i was i was i just couldn't believe it 18 point difference between those who did not want Kansans who did not want to change the state constitution to allow uh, the state to basically ban or curtail abortions, and those who said, uh, you, you know, we want to do that. We 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 don't want abortions in this state. Kansas of all places. I mean, Kansas is the heartland. Right. You know, if there was ever a kind of a a Dorothy and Toto and you no know, corn is as high as. Go ahead, you. Kansas the, in the August. The eye can Corn see? is as high as Kansas, Kansas in August. Kansas in August. The Senate and me. No, I'm not. I'm no you good at this that? one. No, I don't know that? this one. 
Okay. Well, anyway, uh, so this is a, a big surprise, and it does change the political calculus um, uh, in both parties because uh, you know the Republicans were all set to drive home this kind of anti-abortion theme in the midterms to satisfy the right-wing evangelicals who they thought had a lot of power. But it turns out that now they're, the Republicans are getting a little bit of cold feet right. and the Democrats are saying, well, maybe maybe people really don't want the federal government to come in and intrude on women's or people's, it's not just women, people's right, right reproductive rights, as well as all the, the other private rights that people, you know, could be, uh, you know, your, your, your choice of partner or your choice of, of religion or, or the books you want to read or anything else. I mean, this is a libertarian, uh, kind of Midwest reaction. Mm-hmm. And I think it also has a little bit of populism right. in too, because right. I think, uh, you know, just onto the topsoil of Kansas is, uh, the old 1890s, William Jennings Bryan populism. Mm-hmm. Don't tread on me, and we're not going to allow the bankers. We're not going to allow the elites uh, to take away what is ours. Right, and big government, and big government. But so when we think, I mean, it's interesting. First of all, elation. People were so thrilled, and it's so important. And then there was what a win for the Dems. But who's the average person voting? I mean, are they voting for we all deserve this right or this is especially important for people of color? Or is it I get away from my body? It's none of your business. Or is it is there hypocrisy? You know, I'm I'm coming back from church and I don't want I shouldn't have abortions, but I want to be able to. And I'm I mean, what who what's well, it's impossible to know. Right. Sure. You uh, you know, I've spent time in Kansas. Um, over my long and complicated life. And, um, you know, I was in Kansas for Eugene McCarthy in 1968. Wow. Of all places. Mm. Uh, So I know Kansas. I know Iowa. I know the Midwest very well. Uh, I think that there is a deep-seated sense that they don't want to be interfered with, Mm -hmm. a kind of a a, a personal liberty. And they have a kind of common sense distinction between what's personal, choices that should be personal and choices that should be public. And the Republicans are just treading on personal choice. Yes, I know, which is I'm liking that this is an effect of their culture war well, this is what exactly this is exactly what their culture war is leading to, and it was inevitable. But they overreached, as they yes. always do. Thank God. Well, we'll look at it. look at look at Donald Trump. Look at the overreaching uh, in terms in terms of voter suppression. Uh, and uh, the only thing that worries me, honestly, is that uh, Republicans are going to look at this and they're going to say, "Well, we have to engage in even more voter suppression." I know. Oof. Okay. Well, hopefully. Well, you can't very easily suppress the votes of you know, 50, 60, 70% of the, the yeah. state. It's it's hard to right. do that. And they came out in droves. I mean, the numbers were phenomenal. Okay, may I ask you one thing from the week? Holy karma, Batman. Alex Jones. It was an amazing week, really, I you mean, think about it. I mean, talk to us about the, what is happening with that case. Well, what remember, Alex mean? Jones is InfoWars. Mm-hmm. Alex Jones is one of the purveyors of really the ugliest forms of lies uh, a treacherous lies on social media about well, the, the, you know what he did essentially was say that the, um, uh, the 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 terrible, shocking, awful uh, uh, assassination of all of these children uh, was 
was was a was a kind of a false flag operation designed to uh, drum up business for gun control. I mean, right. it was it was crazy, Sandy absolutely yeah. crazy, and uh, I I think that what we're discovering is that defamation lawsuits. Now, this lawsuit was brought by some parents um, who he defamed, uh, you know, by his ludicrous theories about Sandy Hook. Um, but it's interesting when you look at this and look at what has happened to Fox News and some of the biggest media players with regard to defamation suits brought by some companies that like Dominion Voting Systems, mm-hmm. uh, what you see is a pattern in which um, more and more of the people who are being hurt, either commercially or personally, by these big lies on social media are standing up and we're saying, essentially, we're not going to take it anymore. And defamation, defamation lawsuits in the courts uh, are becoming the centerpiece mm-hmm. of this kind of control over, um, belatedly, control over lies on social media. Right. And a positive externality of this, his cell phone records from the last several years, accidentally given over by his lawyers to the plaintiff's lawyers. So much juicy stuff in there, including, did you see this? 800000 a day at the peak for Infowars he was making. I well, mean, the, the financials are in there. Well, the financials are in there. That, this is very interesting because, you know, in, in defamation lawsuits, um, the damages portion of the cases, and that's what he's facing now, Alex Jones, uh, you know, you, the plaintiffs have got to come up with some totals and the plaintiffs are, are are kind of guessing as to what these defendants can possibly afford. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex Jones can afford a lot. Well, he was claiming, you know, just barely a little tiny a little, nothing. He well, just couldn't possibly. I mean, the emails uh, show that. And interestingly, the emails are also being summoned by the Justice Department and, and by the January, January 6th yep. committee uh, for evidence with regard to January 6th. So uh, Alex Jones, who has to be, I'm going to probably be defamed when I say this, uh, one of the most awful people in America. Uh, but he is he is he getting his comeuppance, Heather? Maybe. Something. Something's happening. Something's happening. I mean, uh, in other words, the bottom line this week is a lot of a lot of good news. Mm-hmm. Churnings. I'm happy with these churnings. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, we, we don't have it every week, but I think that we should be grateful when we do get a week where the cosmos seems to be moving in the right direction. Uh, and I'm going to ask you, Heather, just before we finish, is there another piece of music that somebody has set in to us that is in your kind of your 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 golden circle. Also known as my playlist. Yes, your playlist. Okay, so I have one I want to play. So what I like about this one is it has lyrics. So the um, composer is also a lyricist and is singing along. The name is Anahata Irida, and this is called Coffee Forever. And this might be our outro as opposed to our intro. Outro, very fancy. Ready and... Coffee Forever. With Robert and Heather, no matter the weather they meet. Uh, well, Anahata Irada, that was that was moving. It was beautiful. I love that one. I, can we play just one? Yeah, more? I, just, I goofed it gonna... a little bit. Okay, here we go. Okay. Coffee forever with Robert and Heather, no matter the weather they meet.
Well, I have certainly nothing else to say on that one. Everybody have a good week.